Hey folks, welcome to the shot with Cosmos with Cosmos. And today we are cheering to Annie Jump Cannon. Oh, hey. Woo. And down on the table, in you go and cry. Woo. Ah. Mm. Nope, that was bad. Get that lime. Mm. Again. Uh -huh. Wow. All right, folks, here we go. Annie Jump Cannon, which number one is a great band name. Talk about that maybe later. Number two, Annie Jump Cannon, uh, born 1863. Oh. And this is, of course, a time when right women. Right before Civil War, right. yes. And of course, this was during a time when women not allowed to be scientists and things like that. That's uh, most so she's of the time. most of the time, yes. Yeah, so she's going to be a bit of a trailblazer. Oh, we'll see. I do love. And in fact, it starts with her mother. Because uh, she trained oh her children uh, with the constellation. She took them up at night to the roof and showed oh. them the sky. And Annie memorized the night sky as a child. So oh, right wow. away, yeah. Can't do that these days. Too much light pollution. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, she encouraged the children to study physics, chemistry, and of course mm -hmm. astronomy as well. Mm -hmm. And um, Annie took it up so well uh, that her parents decided to let her go to university. Yeah. Well, wow. Her parents decided. Well, they. It, it, it was 1870 yeah. or 1870 something, yeah. <laughs> and there she stu studied under Sarah Francis Wedding, uh, one of the few female physicists of the time as well. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, she graduated class valedictorian in 1884 with a degree in physics. Um, however, Damn. around that time, she came down with scarlet fever. <gasps> oh, shit. Bad yeah, news. bad news. Uh, <laughs> it did a lot of people in, and it has a huge amount of side effects as well. And for Annie, it gave her a really bad ear infection, which took her hearing and left her home completely deaf almost. As someone who has a history of ear infections? Ugh. Yeah, no. Sucks. And so after she graduated, uh, she couldn't really socialize much anymore because mm -hmm. she can't you know, hear. And that's yeah. no translators at the time. That's, that's a bit of an issue. Uh, so she spent about 10 years wandering Europe with photography. Just taking pictures out. Yeah. Damn. It's <laughs> Can't feel too bad for her. No, and and she's gonna wander Europe. And apparently, she took some great pictures because all her stuff was published in the Chicago World Exhibition in uh, oh, wow. in the eighteen seventies. Uh, and so, as she's get this newfound career going, um, her mother died. Oh. Yes, yeah, so, and they were very close. Uh, she was Annie's main translator, so it was a big oh, hit. No. Oh God. Uh, so she kind of took a moment and then applied and accepted to the Radcliffe Women's College at Harvard. Oh, wow. Okay. Impressive. Mm -hmm. okay. Impressive. Now, you know this, I didn't say Harvard, I said the uh, women's college at Harvard, because it was just a college near Harvard where the same professors uh, would repeat lectures to the women, because sexism. Yay. <laughs> but it did allow her access to the Harvard Observatory, where she became a computer. Hey. <laughs> not, you know, not human a computer. A human computer, yes. I, well, I'm glad she didn't physically transform. Oh, she was like a All transformer? That, she still like, would have been ahead of her time. Like a steampunk transformer? That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what she was doing is she was working on the director, Edward Pickering, uh, for the goal of cataloging every star in the sky. What? Hey, there's, there's, there's a couple of stars <laughs> up there, I think. And it got to the point where Pickering only hired women as computers because he figured they were most suited for little detailed work. Uh, because, because sexism. Yeah. And even some around Harvard, yeah, some around Harvard uh, began calling the group Pickering's Harlem because oh. sexism. <laughs> but Annie Jump Cannon started absolutely kicking ass because at the time there were two ways to um, catalog stars. Uh -huh. There was one very, very simple way and one super, super complex way. And I was like, this doesn't work, guys. Uh, so she made her own system. You may know it as, oh, be a fine girl. Only bad astronomers <laughs> know 
Mars kill galactic. Fuck, I messed it up. Uh, <laughs> kill galactic Martians. No, no, you didn't. Well, here's it the real matter. sexist way. Oh, be a fine girl, kiss me. That's that's yes. the one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but it was it was a great way of cataloging the the stars yeah. from temperature, from colors, just like that. Uh, and she was so accurate in cataloging these stars that she classified over three hundred fifty thousand stars. Damn. She had wow. such a great eye and such great memory. She could catalog three stars per minute. Wow. Holy is like, shit! Is that like three percent of the stars in the galaxy? 350,000? No, uh, no, no, not even. No. 300 billion. <laughs> and she had the, math, yeah, right? She had this photographic memory, so uh-huh. she could be shown a slide, just a random slide, and she'd go, oh yeah, that's this star in this constellation, no, this location. That's, yes. that's you. That's, yes. Wow. And she claimed uh, it was because she, because she was mostly deaf, so she worked completely in silence, allowed her to focus completely on her task. I mean, yeah, okay. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. And she grew in stature and popularity, uh, you know, around Harvard. And, and later, she started using her new platform to promote women's suffrage. Like she would go on yes. speaking tours and write papers and get mm-hmm. really involved in it. Um, and later in life, with new technology, she was actually able to regain her hearing as well. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. And she was a socialite as a young woman. And now she's like, yeah, I'm back. So oh she's, still, she's still in parties at the yeah. house, getting get-togethers. Mm-hmm. And she owned her house, and she called it the Star Cottage. Oh, the Star, the Star Cottage. Cottage! That was fabulous. Uh, so, in the waning years of her life, uh, World War II was just about to get going, oh, and she has a fantastic quote: "In these days of great trouble and unrest, it is good to have something outside our own planet, something fine and distant and comforting to troubled minds. Let people look to the stars for comfort." Oh, Damn. That's nice. And that is Annie Jump Cannon. Cheers, Annie. Cheers, Cheers. Folks. Cheers.